Shalom, and thank you for listening to sermons from Tikbat Israel, a Messianic synagogue in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. Listening to the podcast is great, but if you want the full experience, please join us Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for our worship service. We are located at the corner of Boulevard and Grove, across from the Art Museum. For more information, you can visit our website at tikvatisrael.com. There, you can support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and contact us with any questions or comments. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. This morning, for the Word, for the prayer, for the healing, Lord. We thank you that we can delve into your word and find all the answers we need. We ask you that you bless this congregation and all that have come today to hear from you, Lord. And this is not about me. It is all about you, Lord, the great, awesome God you are. Adonai, Hashem, Yeshua, Amen. Well, welcome to 2019, right? Yeah, wow, that deserves a hand, right? New Year. So I'm going to start with some one-liners. May all your troubles last as long as your New Year's resolutions. Right, how about that? All right, on New Year's Eve, as the ball dropped, I lifted my left leg so I could start out 2019 on the right foot. Oh, come on. I remember 2018 like it was yesterday. Right? Remember, folks, you can reset your resolutions on January 14th, which is Orthodox New Year or February 16th, Chinese New Year, or September 30th, the Jewish New Year. After that, even I can't help you. But seriously, folks, I am wondering how many of us have made New Year's resolutions, have kept them. So today I'm going to share with you, bum ba da bum Eric's Top 10 2019 New Year's Resolutions. I am doing this so you, my mishpacha, are my witness. But to help me really commit, I'm going to base them on scripture. Disclaimer, these are mine. By no means they should be yours unless you really want to. You know, that's fine. I don't mind sharing. Okay, so... Some of you know how much I love to eat, right? Mm -hmm. I think I'm starting to look like Alfred Hitchcock from the side. Good evening. See the likeness? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, I do love my donut in the morning with a cup of coffee. I love pizza, pasta, cheesecake. Oy, I could die for some cheesecake. But I don't want to, so I need to cut back. Mary says I should go on a paleo diet. However, I'm not into eating twigs and seeds. Sorry. Yuck. Yuck. 
So number 10, lose weight. How much? Wow. You really want commitment, don't you? So <laughs> we'll see what happens at the end of the year. Then I'll tell you. How's that? So I refer, I refer to the scriptures, and I find 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, which says, Or don't you know that your body is a temple of the Ruach HaKodesh, a Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own, for you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. I found this scripture as a really good reason to take care of myself. Why should I put things in my body that are not good for me, right? It's all about stewardship. Everything belongs to Adonai, and we are tasked with taking care of all of it properly. This includes our physical bodies. This falls right in line with my next item, which is personal finance. There was a time when I didn't manage my finances well, and I had something, if I had something left at the end of the month, that was a win. But that's not the case now, but I know I can always do better. But what if something out of the ordinary happened, right? What if, you know, what do I do? Was I really planning for the what ifs? Or maybe I just want to take Bonnie on that trip, nice trip she wanted. So number nine is dun, 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 save more. I like that. That's pretty cool. Right? We read not too long ago about a dream that Pharaoh had, interpreted by Joseph about a coming famine. This was Genesis 41, 34 through 36, which says, Let Pharaoh act by appointing administrators over the land and take a fifth portion from the land of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. Then let them gather all the food from the good years that are coming and let them store up grain under Pharaoh's hand as the food for the cities so they may preserve it. Let the food be held in reserve for the land for seven years of famine that is coming upon the land of Egypt. Then the land will not be annihilated by the famine. That's some good stuff there. This scripture encouraged me to save for the rainy day, but in this case, the dry seven years, right? Yes, this is talking about food, but stewardship of finances is also as important. So that I manage my money, which also belongs to Adonai, is not managing me. That way, I am honoring God. If, there's ever, if I ever have a budgeting problem or a problem with my finances, there are resources that I could go to. There's credit counseling or, or some other people, maybe a CPA, to help me along those ways. But I read, some, I read somewhere that stewardship is, hand, is handling God's blessing for his glory. And how can you go wrong with that? <laughs> 
My next resolution rolls right out of number nine because there is always someone less fortunate than myself. And I want to also help at the ministry here at Tikvot Israel. Takes a lot to manage God's house. So if I save more, I can, number eight, give more, right? I have two scriptures that promote this. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 7, which says this, Let each one give as he was de has decided in his heart, not, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And... Proverbs 3, verse 9, says this, Honor Adonai with your wealth and with the first of your entire harvest. The Lord requires the first tenth of whatever we have. On Shabbat, after I get paid, I put my check in the tithe box where I know it's going to be put to good use. If I don't make it here for service, I can give online. Like I said before, tickbotisrael.com, hint, hint. There's, there's lots of ways you can give, but it's all to benefit you, the community. This brings me to my next resolution. You sleep yet? <laughs> One of my problems I've had is being late. I call it JST, Jewish Standard Time. It may sound silly, but I really don't want to be known as being late. Punctuality is a way of showing respect for others and their time. It also indicates those meeting with us that they are worth planning for. So, number seven, oh, I like that. <laughs> be on time. Be punctual. I came up with Philippians 2, verse 3, 4, that says this. Do nothing out of selfishness or conceit, but with humility consider others as more important than yourselves. Looking out not only for your own interests, but also the interests of others. If there is one thing I don't want to be known as is a Johnny-come-lately. I want people to know that they can count on me. It's all about integrity, people. Doing the right thing in a reliable way, because this also honors God. And folks, no matter what time it is in the year, beginning of the year, middle, or the end, we all go through trials and tribulations. That's a fact. There's one thing I want is I want to be there for others. A good ear, a helping hand, a good word. Because problems don't disappear on midnight just because it's the new year. So I want to be number six, be encouraging. Two scriptures came to mind with this. First was Proverbs 12, verse 25. An anxious heart weighs one down, but a good word cheers him up. And Yeshua said in John 16, 33, these things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have shalom. In the world you will have trouble, but take heart, 
I have overcome the world. It always makes my heart feel good when I've made someone's day. In a recent sermon, I spoke about a good friend of mine whose wife is fighting cancer. I was able to pray for him and give him a word from the Lord. And as he put it, it was just what he needed at that time. Even people strong in faith, as he is, can use a word from someone else. I want the Lord to use me more in this area this year to lift up others who are in need. Now, I bet you're thinking I'm a very calm and patient person. Well, you might be right to a point, but even I have been known to lose my temper. Though not often, it does happen. Just ask Bonnie. That's why she's not here today. No, I'm only teasing. No, she's with her mom today, so it's not that we had a fight or anything like that. Okay, so number five, stay calm. Bonnie and I have a plaque in our apartment that says, keep calm and talk to God. Great statement to live by. But biblically speaking, Proverbs 16.32, better to be slow to anger than a mighty warrior. One who controls his temper is better than one who conquers a city. Getting angry really doesn't serve a whole lot of purpose except escalating a negative situation to something that can result in hurt or maybe even regret. So, word to live by. This year here at Tikvot Israel, we've delved into the book of John. And I'm really enjoying the connections that we have discovered between the Torah and the Brick Hadashah. And I'm excited about what lies ahead. Number four, learn more. Is that supposed to be me with the glasses? There's no face. No, that's all right. It's good. I like that. There are bunches of scriptures about wisdom, but one stood out to me. 2 Timothy 3, verse 14 through 16 says this. You, however, continue in what you have learned and what you have become convinced of. For you know from whom you have learned, and that from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to make you wise, leading to salvation through trusting in Messiah Yeshua. All scripture is inspired by God and useful for teaching, for reproof, for restoration, and for training in righteousness. There are so many ways for me to learn more this year. Tending tikvot and listening to these sermons is one. If I miss one, I could always go on the, the website and check that little podcast box, and away we go. We have Torah study every other Wednesday night right across the hall, right? I can listen to scripture in my car with the Bible app. So this thing can be used for good. 
I want to be fully equipped for anything. And it does continue in Timothy 3.17. I didn't put this up, but it says, so that a person belonging to God may be capable, fully equipped for every good deed. So, education. It's one of our values. It's the E in hope. All right, hold on to your hats. We're down to our top three. Number three, please. Don't judge. I like him. It's good. This is probably one of the most common scriptures when it comes down to judging others. Matthew 7, verse 1 through 5. Stop judging so that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not notice the beam in your own eye? Or how will you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, and look, the beam is in your own eye? Hypocrite. First, take the beam out of your own eye, and then you can see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Oh, I know I make mistakes. So one of my goals this year is not to make the mistake of judging others. When I am far from and will never be perfect. Judging is looking at others and forming an opinion or in the conclusion about them, maybe even being unacceptable of others because they may live differently than myself, they may look differently, or what have you. They're just different. So how do I accomplish this? By thinking WWYD, what would Yeshua do? Look past the differences in another and get to know their heart and draw from what we have in common. So this leads me into number two. That's why I pray. Before I came to Tikvat Israel and began a relationship with the Lord, I had no clue really how to pray. It's people here in this congregation That taught me how to pray. This year, I do want to, number two, pray more. Mark 11, 24 says this. For this reason, I say to you, whatever you pray and ask, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Second Chronicles 7, 14 says this. When my people over whom my name is called, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their evil ways. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Prayer, folks, is the way we communicate with God in the name of his son, Yeshua. As scripture said, we seek his face Do all our prayers get answered? Maybe not in the ways we want them. But I've seen things happen 
And I believe without prayer, they wouldn't have. We pray for this house. We pray for healing. We pray for change. We pray for each other. I want to participate more in prayer whenever possible. We have intercession prayer every Shabbat at 9.15 across the hall. So when you come in, you see that door closed? Guess what? Go in there and pray. Some miraculous things happen in that room. We pray from our heart. We pray whatever the Lord puts on it. We share with each other. Because that prayer that you pray might be exactly what that other person that's with you needed. That brings me to number one. Love more. We look different on the outside with different colors. We speak different languages. We are wealthy. We are poor. We are large. We are small. We are caring. We are withdrawn. But there are three things we share, people. We are all children of the Most High. We are all children of God. We are all human. And last I looked, we're all imperfect. That's why John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his own, his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And Yeshua said what we say every Shabbat, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And kamocha shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no barrier there. We love each other, no matter what. No matter what. I think I could do more this year. I think I could do more of that. At the beginning of this sermon, I said that this was all about me. My New Year's resolutions. All about me. No. But reality is, it's all about all of us. These resolutions can be yours as well because that of all the how-to books in the world, this book, the Holy Scriptures, is the book that each and every one of us can use to live a better life. We have Yeshua. We have each other to help us stick with our resolutions. All the answers are in here, from Genesis to Revelations. From God, the prophets, the disciples, 
Most of all, Yeshua HaMashiach, the rabbi that sits at the right hand of the Lord of God. In calendar year 2019, may we build stronger relationship with Yeshua and each other. So, what are your resolutions for 2019? Let's pray. Abba, we thank you for the guide for a better life, for your scriptures, your word. The ability for us to see the places in ourselves that are in need of improvement. You are always there to provide the answers. Thank you for never-ending faithfulness and love and your sacrifice that we can learn to love first and ask questions later. In Yeshua's name I pray, amen.